0: Hey, it's Margot Tantow here, host of Windowsill Chats. I am so glad you're here. I have some tales to tell, some interesting stories to discover, and I'm glad you're here to do that with me. I've spent decades working with artists and being one myself. In the trenches, figuring out what the best way is to get something done, how to get something made, how to get your creative self noticed, how to make the best of a situation, and so I'm here to bring those stories to you and see if there's anything you can pull out from it. Maybe a laugh, something you can relate to, and definitely a little bit more community for your quiet little corner. So grab a cup of tea or coffee or a glass of wine and join me over in my sunny windowsill.
1: Yes, I need your trouble.
0: excited to be able to have the wonderful, clever, creative Nicole LaRue on Windowsill Chats today. Nicole is a graphic designer and illustrator whose own adventures have taken her across the world from California to South Korea to Japan and more. Now residing in Salt Lake City, Utah, she spends her days as the art director, designer, and illustrator for Gibb Smith Publisher and Spamoni Studio. And And we'll give you Nicole's links later, but if you check out her Instagram, you can see the cats that she gets in her office, that she works in a cool old barn. She is wonderful and talented and creative, and I've followed her for a long time because I just really love her style. So welcome, Nicole. I'm so glad you said yes Uh, to this interview.
1: Thank you, too.
0: You've intrigued me from the get-go because I feel like you just, you're this kind of quiet you know, you have to kind of dig for your work. And then when you find it, it's like, what? This is so fantastic. And we were talking before I pushed record about just, you know, again, the, the twists and turns that that life takes and how you get to where you do and what what makes you say yes to things. And you've had a really interesting path. Tell us a little bit about the part before I know. <laughs>
1: and the part before you know how interesting that is a good way to put it um let's see the part before you know so well I went to school for graphic design um and just thinking you know I mean when I went to school I didn't know graphic design was going to be my thing um I'd grown up drawing and and doing like high school art and things like that and just loved it I mean I that's all I ever did really and um I went to college and and just thought I would be an artist right like artist in quotes sure and um, was introduced to doing graphic design and I was like wow okay this is like something that my dad would be like yeah you could make money doing that (laughs) right like you're always like what what are your parents gonna say yeah and so um, I just went along the line of graphic design and which was weird because for me I really like doing like the start to finish stuff so and, and, and then times in graphic design, as a graphic designer, you hire out the artwork or the photography or, you know, mm-hmm. all kinds of different elements that, that are incorporated into your design. And I didn't love that part of it. I wanted to do all the parts that I would then hire out, you know, I love and that. just eventually I just, um, like I just started working at a scrapbooking place, um, straight out of um, school, which was uh, <clears throat> not my very favorite job. <laughs> but then they, uh, another place found me, a, a magazine found me, a scrapbooking magazine mm. um, found me from there. And then a scrapbooking company, which did products, found me from the magazine. And so it kind of like one was design, one was a bit design illustration. Like I did a, a magazine with them and then then the scrapbooking company itself um was all illustration and all drawing and all product design
0: so you got Um, to sink your teeth into a little bit of yeah it was very
1: strange and yeah and I think it's also because I I was in Utah at the time Mm. uh, at the start of that and there they they have always been very big in the scrapbooking world I mean it's Mm -hmm. very it's a small world now but it was huge when I when I had started um and and it was all about you know amazing Patterns and designs and products and things that people could use, and it was really fun. Yeah,
0: it was. It, it was went. a real deep part of what everybody was digging into there for a long time.
1: Oh, huge, yeah. I mean, yeah, they had like you know inspirational speakers and wow. all kinds of really cool stuff going on. I mean, it seemed like a small niche, but I, I think it, it 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 got quite big for quite a few people mm-hmm. there for a while. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I, um, worked at a small boutique studio. So that was a lot of, um, like high design, like DC shoes and, Mm. um, American Eagle and, and things like that, which was actually a really good experience. Not, not, not a favorite job at all. Mm -hmm. I didn't, didn't love the environment, but, um, I learned a ton from it. I, oh, from there, I just decided to do freelance work actually. And, um.
0: Well, you had, you must have had a pretty good, a broad portfolio doing that range of work. I think.
1: Yeah, it was definitely helpful. Definitely helpful in, um, in the illustration side and the design side so that I could kind of do both for whoever, um, reached out and and things. And it was a scary leap. I mean, I, um, I went to Surtex and stuff, which wasn't very successful for me, honestly. Um, but I also don't think I was ready for it Mm -hmm. at at the time myself, like where I was with my illustration and things like that. Um, but I did it because I knew I just wanted it to to freelance.
0: Yeah. When were you at Oh,
1: Let's see. 20, like 2000. Oh my gosh. I want to say five or six. Okay. I I just asked because I
0: feel like there's a good potential that a lot of people listening, um, or have done it or thinking about it. And I think it's just mm-hmm. like the path from scrapbooking to here, the path, you know, what happens sure, after SirTex. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know? Right. I know. And I know, you know, like, I, I, I see a lot of people finding success in it. Mm-hmm. I think it's changed a lot also. And so, mm-hmm. and I've got, so I go to the show every year now, just as like a, an art director. Sure. Um, And it's, it's changed. It's so different. It's so much smaller and and I don't know. I'm not sure where it's going, but um,
0: I think it's smaller. But I also think there's more talent uh, out there in the world that that is accessible. So you know how true. that showing up is, yeah, is interesting. That's a
1: really great point. Yeah, it is true. Yeah, I mean we kind of have to adjust to all of those things, I suppose.
0: So how long did you freelance, and then how did you n- decide not to?
1: I freelance for about thirteen years. Wow. And it all just always just worked out. Yeah. It was kind of amazing. And I um, went to South Korea and Japan and did freelance over there. Um, mm-hmm. Most of my clients were still over here mm-hmm. in the US. Um, but and I and I did you know gain a, a few like Japanese um, clients, which was actually really fun and and tricky, very tricky, but really fun.
0: That seems very um, your sensibility though too
1: oh my gosh I fell in love with yeah. everything over there even in Korea honestly their illustration stuff is like kind of some of my very favorite mm. stuff to be honest
0: um, that makes sense
1: That was really cool to see and like really inspiring and and I don't know that I changed while I was there but like you can always see things a bit more you know a bit better in hindsight yeah um, I was gonna
0: ask if that <laughs> if you felt like that influenced you
1: yeah I do I do feel like it did
0: yeah that's a I mean, Definitely. we're we're all just such a melting pot of our experiences. I love it actually.
1: Yeah, we are. I mean, we're so complicated, but like in very good ways, I think, you know.
0: Exactly.
1: Complicated by our stories, our long stories.
0: <laughs> so then did you feel like um you just wanted like a regular paycheck or what, what kicked you back to I working? I kind of
1: wanted community a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, um, you know, like just all those strange and awesome little things that you learn when you're around other people yeah. doing the same thing. Yeah, And so, yeah, I just, I, I had, when I moved back, I was in Portland for a bit and then on the East coast. Mm-hmm. And when I was on the East coast, I, um, just looked for a position and I, um, was hired, um, near Boston mm-hmm. for the gift wrap company. So I did, um, like a year there, which is really good experience. And, um, and yet, like, not a culture that I wanted to be in, which was so interesting because I was so excited. Mm-hmm. And actually, like, all the stuff that we were doing there was so my jam. Yeah. But I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, my I couldn't get, like, wrap my heart around the culture.
0: Well, I feel like sometimes when it's a company that has an expectation of what they have to put out.
1: Oh, absolutely. That yes.
0: Then you get your own talent has to be compromised
1: it's super true yeah it's it's kind of like so sad to see where i don't know it's it's a it's a tricky thing business and creativity mm-hmm.
0: it is so while you were back there
1: yeah an, an
0: opportunity came your way i you want to talk a little bit it about that sh-
1: <laughs> Did. well and we were my famous friend Nicole like right, yeah, that was an interesting thing um yeah I, well actually that was while I was in Oregon okay so just before I left for the east coast my uh, right. colleague and friend called me up one day and was like hey you've heard about this whole women's march on Washington thing haven't you and she she um started her own studio we went to school together and I oh my gosh I've always admired her she's like big thinker, mm. great ideas, just a brilliant lady. Um, and she had her own studio and she, someone reached out to her, Teresa Heard from Intel. She's like the VP of creative at Intel mm. reached out to her studio to say, Hey, we want to put together like a, a deck of logos for this whole women's March on Washington thing. We think they need a bigger voice. And um, then Amy, that's uh, Amy Stillhorn who studio um, called me up. Um, just was looking to just like get as many ideas as she could for that pitch. And she asked me one day and I was like, well, yeah, that's funny. I mean, like <laughs> really, cause you know, she was like, and it's like, you know, it's like volunteer and can you do it today? And I was yeah. like, you know, I'm like sitting in my like apartment in, in Portland and or in Oregon and just like being like, well, I have like a full schedule of like all this really important stuff. <laughs> <to do." laughs> but this sounds in, fun. Por- yeah, but, but but why not, right? I mean, what, what what harm could it do? And then I'd be helping out, you know, like that's really all I thought. I'd be helping out, like fill the deck. That's uh-huh. all I thought. And like three days later, she was like, "Holy crap!" She like called me from the grocery store, and she was like, "Yeah, they totally just picked your logo, and that's <laughs> this is happening." And I was like, Holy
0: "So crap. for those of you who don't know what we're refer- referring to, Nicole designed a logo." That is three women's profiles of different culture, color, um, tone that has become just synonymous with so many things right now. I think it was just the cracking open of women's voices being heard differently in our gener- multi-generational time. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, I see iterations of it in interesting ways. And for a while there, I would always say, Nicole, like, Oh my gosh, here it is. But it's the anthem. That that logo is going to it be, really you know, is. when you when you open a book forty years from now, it's gonna be one of the things that shows up as a definer of culture, you know, creative culture and popular culture at this time. So kudos.
1: Kudos to us. Oh, oh well thanks. I'm so proud. And it's so, it's so I'll- dang good it's I don't I don't know how I'd honestly just you know it's just one of those things I don't know yeah you just show up and sometimes things happen I don't know you know like I don't it's so hard to really take credit for it yeah I did it right but like to take credit for I don't know you know what I mean I (laughs) do that was a lot of non-words to ask you (laughs)
0: but (laughs) I agree and it's I think it's interesting because you know something like that happens and then People want to know who you are. People want to know what else you do. All of a sudden it's exciting, but terrifying. And, you know, as a, as a introvert, you know, somebody, I can relate to that too. Like what, how'd that go?
1: Yeah, it was, it was a lot, actually. Um, and I think I just had to kind of ramp myself up for it, just thinking, okay, this is an opportunity. And I need to like find ways that like, at least my heart can adjust to, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and it was all actually quite good really I mean it was slow which was really weird Mm. because I thought holy crap it's all gonna happen at once something's gonna Mm -hmm. happen at once but actually the trickle effect was so helpful and awesome that's good thank you universe I know right (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was a good yeah (laughs) and even just like this last year people reach out and you know and it's all because of the logo or whatever I'm working on an era project with someone right now which is like another dream come true um So and that's all because of the Women's March. too.
0: It's going to be something that you carry with you that will show up in such interesting ways, I'm sure. I love that. And I
1: hope so in a sense that it kind of changed me as well. Mm. Um, Like where I think at, at that time in my career, it was kind of like, yeah, I can make things look pretty, but I want to do something more. And, and this was just that, Mm. and it just kind of changed things. And I feel just more thoughtful and more focused and more open to bigger, bigger things with, um, I don't know, bigger messages and better ideas kind of.
0: I love that. And it's not like it was a new logo for like AT&T or Pepsi. It's a logo that (laughs) supports something that, you know, you can be passionate about and so many other people see as a time of change and and yeah. standing up. And yeah. Yeah. it was, you know, um as a side note, I went to the women's march in DC and actually that you. was the first time I met you in person, but I decided the very
1: first time. Yeah.
0: That I was gonna go and I volunteered and finding you was <laughs> like <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh, I've never been in one place with so many people
0: in my life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was not, like, it just fell short of a miracle, honestly. (laughs) I'm pretty certain if if one believes in miracles, that We have
0: one one picture of the 30 seconds we've got (laughs) to stand next to each other.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is amazing. That was amazing. It was so cool to meet you there, though, honestly. Well,
0: it's just, I I have deep, um, I don't know, pride to pick a word, of, like, that that came from somebody that is so real and so not out to just jump on that next thing, you know, just, mm-hmm. I love that it yeah. came from that place. And that's another thing I'd love to p- touch on. Um, just how things show up when you're not pushing it.
1: Yeah. And we were talking earlier, I was just introduced to this. I don't know if this is a weird um, segue in, in a good the segue, world, but Um, (laughs) a friend just introduced me to this thing called human design. And, and it's kind of um, like the most fascinating thing, honestly. Okay. So I'm going to compare it to maybe 15 years ago, I realized I was an introvert, like realized, realized it. Mm -hmm. And like, and that at, at that time, that finally, it was like a positive introduction. Mm. Like, oh my gosh, I recognize why I don't like going to parties or why even when I'm with a good group of friends, I'm exhausted when I'm finished. Mm. And like the whys behind it made me feel so much better about myself. So this human design stuff is so similar. It it kind of validates why you're built the way you are and then – why you do what you do with it Hmm. and so um my friend was saying yeah it's so interesting and and she was telling me about my human design Hmm. like how I am designed and just before she would tell me the next thing I would say yeah I do blah 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 and she was like wait I was about to tell you that's why you do this and and she was saying it about my work because I said um yeah I've never ever like really had to to like seek it out, seek workout. Hmm. If I do, I, I, I don't, nothing comes of it. And she said, no, your, your human design is built that you are supposed to wait. Hmm. You're supposed to wait. And when it feels right, it will come to you, which seems so weird and a little bit like woo-woo. I don't know, but it is exactly how it's happened. And she said, when you try to force it, it's not going to work. And, Mm -hmm. and as a freelancer, that's so scary, right? You're, you start getting slow in your work and you're like, oh crap, I need to go and start, you know, getting some business, finding out who needs something. And that never worked for me. Not, not one time did it really work for me.
0: And uh, you add introvert to that when you have oh to go my gosh. <laughs> ask for something.
1: <laughs> the worst. <laughs> yeah. But that's, So I don't know. It's just kind of an interesting thing to that like validates who you are. Yeah. I don't know. I think we need to know more of the whys about ourselves is kind of maybe the point of it.
0: Well, so. and I think as creatives, I bet there's a whole lot of people just not being nodding their heads and smiling right now because
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's, it's that validation, like you say, when you feel you know, at least myself as a creative, I, there is no linear thinking going on anywhere near my head. Um, you know, I'm so, I'm all over (laughs) the place and,
1: and it, I used to feel,
0: yeah, I used to feel like it was Mm -hmm. wrong, but I think it's just my particular human design, I guess, you know?
1: Oh, it apps, it will absolutely be just that. And, and it's a good thing. Like, it's Mm -hmm. like you're you, but like we need you's out there just as much as like me's, right? I mean it's so it makes so much sense when we're introduced to ideas that like validate mm-hmm. those things. So like there can't be all of you's and there can't be all of me. No, so it'd be boring. You know, that other person, right? There's the the Lisa's, there's the you know. Yeah. It's just it'd all It'd be of
0: super that. boring. Yeah, terribly. So, boring. Boring. so when you would be deep into um freelancing and feel like you needed something else. Mm -hmm. would how would you promote how would you look for something I mean I know think opportunities come along but every once in a while you have to stir the pot
1: yeah well I think um what I kind of ended up doing was sort of like my own personal projects Mm. um I I always do it this like still to this day because how did I find how did we start a
0: card line together that was a personal project
1: yeah it was a personal project yeah So that kind of helped that out where it's like, okay, I'm not going to be frantic. I'm not going to get scared yet. I'm going to keep drawing. I'm going to keep making things because then I'm doing a passion project. And then people see like a different side of what you can do because you're not then catering to a client or a business or a, a, a trend or whatever.
0: Oh my gosh. I am so glad you said that because... I just think we get so wrapped up into doing that next thing and we don't take time for our personal projects, but yeah, just the fact that you sent those awesome holiday cards out that didn't look like other things in your portfolio, but it made people, at least it made me go, wow, I want more of this, you know, it just made me pay attention in a different way. And I, you're so good at the sending things. You're the best gifter ever.
1: Oh, it's like my, honestly, you, you had asked earlier, like, just kind of like what, um, what lights me up and holy crap, honestly, like giving Mm. people things, like make, making, I I don't care the outcome. I honestly don't care. Um, I actually don't care for feedback, to be honest. (laughs) I just love doing it. And, and, and so these personal projects are just that, like, I'm like, okay, I just want, what am I, what do I want to make? And, and that's what I do.
0: That is such fantastic advice, honestly.
1: Well, and it is, and I wanted to say too, like, I, I get that, like, at that point you're like scared and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'll never have another job, but dude, that's the time to do it. <laughs> and it's not like I was financially a, a, amazing for a long time. Like I, you know, I had all the same bills and I, you know, and it was scary and, and you just kind of have to just keep moving forward. You have to honestly just be resilient. I think it's probably one of my superpowers, resiliency. <laughs>
0: That's a good, superpower.
1: <laughs> it's a good superpower. superpower.
0: I think one of the things we fall cool. into as, well, anybody, but I, I think creators for sure is where you we feel like we need a job. So we get a job at the, you know, biscuit factory and <laughs> we make the biscuits and we, we lose that, time feeling of having time to do something that speaks to us from our heart and i think just pointing out that those personal projects then bring you work and what it'll do is bring you work that you're interested in because they're responding to something you did because it was interesting
1: yes and it was all you right yeah that's a super good point super super good yeah
0: yeah so somewhere along the way you ended up having a conversation at a gift show with Suzanne from Gibb Smith. How did that all unfold?
1: I did. It was so, it's so funny. All the little pieces are really kind of, kind of like what I was talking about, kind of like how things just happen. Um, so I was there for, um, my, my job on the East coast. We were there to walk the show Mm. and meet with people and all of that, you know, see what's going on in, in the world. And, um, Gibbs Smith Publisher is in um, a little little place called Layton, Utah, just north of Salt Lake City, Utah. And um, when I was in school in Utah, my senior project was a children's book. So it was, um, I found a writer who wrote it for me based on um, a story I wanted to do. And then I was letterpress printing, so I illustrated a 50-page book and then printed a hundred of them myself wow. and then I was also teaching bookbinding so I hand bound all of these books <sighs> and I thought okay my next step is going to be publishing right like I want to do children's books sure. and Gibbs publisher was here and I kind of looked into it and I just figured well okay I'm not like, cool enough and it just kind of fell off my radar but this tiny little place right and then what like 20 years later <laughs> I'm at this gift show in New York and um I I thought, okay, I I might end up going back and doing freelance, um, after my year at, um, my other job. And so I walked into this booth and, um, there were two people there and I gave my card to a woman. Um, and I, and, and it's actually one of our salespeople. She's such an amazing woman, Kelly. And I said, you know, I, I'm a, uh, an illustrator and a designer and she was like oh hang on just a minute let me introduce you to our publisher and i was like wait a minute you know at these shows you think they're <laughs> all usually the salespeople attend the booths right they're trying to like publisher business and things yeah i'm like the publisher i'm like this is so weird and so she finished talking with the person she was talking with and came over and we had like i don't know like a five minute conversation where we could not have connected any better than we did like, it was just synchronous. And, and she said, well, I said, oh, my gosh, I knew I knew about Gibbs Smith years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, why didn't you come work for us? And I said, well, I wasn't cool enough.
0: You weren't ready and, for me yet.
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought I wasn't cool enough. And uh, so then uh, she, she gave me my her card, and I gave her mine, and, and I, we walked away. And um, 15 minutes later, I was checking my email, and she said, you need to come back to the booth. Can you come and talk to me again? Wow, and and I, you know, all all cool and and stuff. I was like, well, I've got appointments going on for a couple of hours, which <laughs> I did not <laughs> clearly did not. <laughs> Me playing hard to get. Hard I'm like, to not catch. good at this game. <laughs> not good at this game.
0: I love that you even checked your email during oh. a show.
1: I know it was actually kind of funny. I was taking a break because it had been quite a long day, and so I came back to the booth and we chatted for quite a long time. And she was like, look, I've been looking for an art director and I came to this show. That's what I was looking for to find. And you have these connections with Utah. It's like this small place. How are you going to find, you know, find the right talent to come to this small publisher, which is actually has been around for 50 years Mm -hmm. where like an employee run business is the most amazing place I could have ever decided to say yes to.
0: And that goes right Along with that just letting thing letting life play out.
1: Yeah, kind of. Does. Yeah, for me at least. I mean, I know like we all have to work hard. I mean, I'm deaf that I definitely have. I I work really hard. So I don't want like I don't know, I don't want listeners to be like, Oh, everything just falls into place. I I, it it doesn't. Let's talk a little bit about that. (laughs) Yeah. We are all still human, right? (sighs) It does
0: take you know, late nights and sometimes several days stacked, but then you get, you know, four off and they're bliss. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, totally. Well, and, and I don't know, I think the more we learn about our own creative processes and, um, Mm -hmm. and what are like the people around us need, it's even more important. And I don't know, um, Brene Brown was um, chatting with uh, Pixar, I think, and and I just this story is just like completely my creative process. And she was telling them, you know, it's like you have like when you're stuck on something, we call it day two. And they were like, what do you mean by day two? And she's like, well, you know, like day one is like when you get the project and you think, oh my gosh, this is the (laughs) biggest, best thing I've ever, I'm ever getting to work on. And I have all these great ideas. And, and day one could last, you know, a week and then day two comes along and that's when you really have to start working on the project and you're like, holy crap, like (laughs) I'm a, I'm a fraud. I don't know what I'm doing and I can't do this and I have zero ideas and the ideas I did have aren't working out and day two is so painful because you just think you're going to fail inevitably um, and you're never going to get this project done. And if you can get through day two, holy cow. And historically, honestly, as a creative, we always get through day two. Like mm-hmm. somehow we reach day three, somehow. That like, messy can, middle. Yeah, it's so messy. It's and interesting. We,
0: you know, I feel no, like in day two, that list is in your head like all those oh things that you know you have to get done before that project's going to be done. And you're like, how am I going to get there? And never going to do it. Then you just start.
1: Yeah. And you have to just keep pushing on. I think that's where the resiliency comes. You have to get through day two. And you do. You will. And if you know you will, then you can keep going, if that makes sense.
0: Oh, post-it note, you know. I'll just write that one down.
1: <laughs> yeah, you probably should.
0: <laughs> <laughs> can you make that a product line, please? It's I know, right?
1: <laughs> kind of need to, really. Let's do that. Not I kidding. That. <laughs> I'm not. I hear you, sister. Just...
0: But it's true. I mean, um, I really think if we can just remind ourselves that there's good in there in uh, in ourselves, that's why we got to day one in the first place. Totally.
1: It, it's all about reminding ourselves, though, I think. I mean,
0: mm-hmm in the community right
1: so oh completely yeah
0: figuring out how to i mean watch this window sill chat space for more about that because i think especially now good grief you know we're all kind of sequestered as artists anyway but then you add oh my gosh you know that you're you really can't or not supposed to so Uh finding ways to make community is um is golden
1: yeah, finding yeah connection. Holy smokes, we need it. We need so it so
0: you moved uh, back across the country to a place <laughs> yeah. that you had been several years before.
1: Yeah,
0: and yeah. then what? Like a whole so, so many beautiful things are coming out. Gib Smith was a was a publisher. It wasn't a a gift place.
1: Yeah. Well, Suzanne had this um, idea she's had for years and years and years to do this uh, gift gift company, like a sister company to Gibbs Smith publisher, um, called Spumoni, which is like, you know, this ice cream that's Love the best thing ever. Yeah. It's so like, like it, and her tagline was, you know, um, because the world already has enough vanilla and that's what Spumoni is. Like we just <laughs> do all the things because we want to. And we just think, okay, people are going to want this. Like if I want this and I am super particular, like people don't like giving me gifts because I'm that person. I'm like that mm-hmm. person you don't want to give a gift to, which is <laughs> terrible and good all at the same time. <laughs> um but like so we just come up with things now and and it's also, you know, it's supporting the publishing side and then the publishing side supports our being able to to make product. So it's really really truly a good uh, marriage um for for us here.
0: And you're in the interesting position of being able to kind of see what your consumer is responding to and then create based on your ideas around that.
1: Completely. Yeah. Well, even just with, um, the pandemic, uh, we had a whole different line planned and Mm -hmm. then suddenly that hit and we, um, like totally just switched gears and I came up with actually like, which is weird. I'm not usually like the big, big idea person, but this time around, I don't know. I pulled, <laughs> I pulled it off. And we made these like letter, what I have wanted to do for a long time called letter writers revival. And there are these kits with like a rubber stamp and stickers and a pen and note cards and postcards all in this like cool little matchbox box and we're theming them, and they're just like this, like, here you go. Go Ugh. and reconnect with the world this way again, which, like, so timely. And I didn't know. I mean, I knew I wanted to do it for a long time, and then, boom, like, here you go. Like, do it now.
0: So, so good. Plus, I, you're helping yeah. the post office.
1: Totally. I know. It's all really exciting, actually. I just
0: love the, the little bits I can see online and stuff about the product you're doing and the personal projects you're doing. And I feel like it's just, it's just halcyon days. Like it's coming together so well and having somebody like Suzanne and, and the rest of the team oh there gosh. really seems, I mean, you really do work in a barn with, don't you?
1: Oh yeah. We, yeah, we work in a, a barn that's like little offices and there are cats everywhere. And so four cool. of them usually just like one's lying on my desk and, three or you know, around and I feed them in the morning and we have chickens and sheep and one, they're all rescue animals. And oh. like one of our sheep is like a three-legged sheep. And oh. we have like this adorable cat named Stuart and he's like, he's the scaredest, sweetest little guy ever. But he's scared of like, you just like look at him and he gets scared. And
0: Well, they're all books waiting like, to awesome. happen and product oh, waiting oh to gosh. happen. Yeah.
1: Well, I think we have done some, some cat things in the past. So, so cool. Kind of funny you person.
0: know, back in the day when I had um, my own showroom with Aaron, my business partner called Relish, mm-hmm. um, it oh, was yes. condiments for living was our catchphrase. That's <laughs> and awesome. that's, that's when I knew Suzanne or, you know, our paths crossed because... I don't know, we were probably set up n- near each other at a show, but she would she would say like, what kind of book can you do? And uh,
1: how can oh that be?
0: Gosh. And I'm, she probably has no idea who I am from anybody. Oh, b-
1: no, she totally does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I just remember thinking, gosh, darn it, I want to do a bo- book and not, I am not someone who writing comes naturally to at all. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I can I can string some words together, but the thought of having to uh,
1: its so terrifying.
0: But I just remember thinking, gosh, she's cool. And this whole Uh thing is interesting. And I really liked the books that Gibbs Smith put out. I felt like who they were and and how they stood in in their space was, I just always super admired it.
1: Yeah, it, it is a really admirable publisher, to, honestly, and not just because I work here. They, they they stretch and grow, and like we're in Utah, and no nobody yeah. suspects a publisher to be in Utah. They're all in New York, and yeah. they've been around for fifty years. I so love that, that that like you know like that says something. And Suzanne has been around what um, I'm going to say twenty two or twenty three years. I could yeah. be misquoting that, but she is. She is the rock star for this. She's company, a rock star, honestly. Yeah, like she she is. Last she's time like I saw her,
0: she was set up in Asheville, North Carolina, at the some show we were both at for. I don't know why I was there. I was huh. there because I live nearby. But anyway,
1: <laughs> she's
0: sorry I interrupted you. Keep singing no, no, her praises. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, no. Yeah, like, I'm sure you have, like, the same thing wrapped around Well, you know,
0: like I just feel was... like there's people that stand out. And the fact oh. that she found you makes me like her that much more.
1: <laughs> well, it's so funny because, I don't know, like, she's kind of like my best friend, to be honest, yeah. which is so funny. Like, she's she's my boss, and she's all, we always, like, joke, we're like, you're the other half of my brain. So like, good. Like, we get together, and we just come up with all the coolest stuff, and we call it, we play ping pong, not the actual game, but like our brains are like, okay, what about this? Or no, that's not quite right. But what about this? And it's amazing.
0: So rewarding. Yeah, I can't wait for you to tell us where we can find more of Spamoni prod- product. Yeah. Also, you mentioned that a lot of it is made domestically. And can I just have a Hell yes to yeah.
1: that. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. A hell yes indeed. Yeah. We do as much for with Spamoni as we can domestically, and and it's it's so it's just good all around, right? It really
0: and that's is. not easy because I'm the first one to say. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of you know Chinese for friends because of all my travels over there to sure. make product, but I feel like right. right now being able to support people on our shores is um, yeah. pretty fantastic. Yeah
1: it is and we have a really great product guy who you know has been with the publisher as well for uh, so long and he you know he's only done books and now suddenly we're throwing him into like finding stuff for products and he's a badass he's like so good mm. he's been he's been so good at like really pushing for for domestic good stuff so
0: so good so i feel like you must feel like you've landed in a place where you can you can see yourself being for quite some time yeah
1: yeah I hope so I really do I mean I know life changes and things but I could I could stay here for a while
0: that's great (laughs) and you're still I imagine taking time to do those personal projects
1: I am I don't take on freelance a whole lot but I did just take on a, a a project with some really rad woman for 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 the era which mm. I can't really talk about, but I'm super excited that she, you know she and I are working together on something oh, love that. And then every Monday, these days, I'm working on my own passion project um, from home um, since the since the coronavirus is is around. Um, yeah. and it's it's getting me back into doing working on the graphic novel food fight that I want to publish. and I think I'll publish it with Gibbs Smith if if we can work it out.
0: Well, that makes sense yeah I, I can't so. wait I mean
1: it's it'll be a stretch for us but I I really somehow I want to do it I want to
0: mm, I want to I bet I bet they can see themselves standing for that stretch
1: yeah let's we'll see how it goes <laughs> <That's> <laughs> It's a big project but I I think it's really important
0: and you are doing that okay I'm not going to call it the right thing but the flag project
1: oh yeah the her flag oh my gosh yeah that was really exciting And I, I saw don't know it if you heard that <gasps>
0: you did I did in Kansas City
1: oh my gosh did you really yes I did that is okay. So tell us a little my, bit
0: about what that is because I'm being There's made. like a
1: st- whole mutual admiration here, Margo. Seriously. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so when I was uh, in New Hampshire, um, Marilyn artist, she's a, a really fantastic um, textile artist from Oklahoma. She reached out to, she like, I think, well, no, yeah, she reached out to me specifically. I think she, Maybe she did that to every artist that she wanted and in each state that ratified the amendment, the 19th Amendment um, for women's rights to vote. Mm-hmm. And her whole like art scene is based on flags and like however they look. And she mm. reached out to have um, all of the states that ratified the amendment, one person from each state to design a stripe of this giant flag. Wow. I think it's like 26 feet or I mean it's mm-hmm. huge. It's big. Um, and so I represented New Hampshire at the time cause that's where I was at. And then she, for the last year had, has been going to every state sewing on the stripe that was printed with the person. And then they also like bring in like a musician or like a performance and they have this whole like thing for all of the States. And it just, it, she just finished up in Tennessee, the last state to wow. um, ratify and, um, actually just was told that it's going to be at, like, the first exhibit for this flag, her flag, is going to be at um, the Presidential Library um, for three weeks. It's, like, the biggest thing. Like, it was her dream. And yeah. she just didn't, you know, she just thought, well, maybe, you know, but like she's like a, she is a badass if any if, if anyone wants to call anyone that. Um, and yeah, so it turned out to be a big thing and they're going to do a documentary around it. And oh, like that, so.
0: I just think having the vision and the inspiration for that. And again, there's another example of one stripe at a time, right?
1: Oh, I know. Right. Yeah. You just, like, if you
0: just sew one stripe, one stripe at, at time, a time, you so can have good. a whole flag.
1: See, you are good with <laughs> I think you don't give yourself enough credit. <laughs> Can in. we cut that part? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not. Let's put that in. I want some. I want some humanness in this. Too. Oh
0: my gosh. <laughs> so tell me, we were just talking about somebody who inspires you, but tell me three creative people who are inspiring you right now.
1: Who are or inspiring anybody. right now? Well, Doesn't have to be creative. Uh, well, with food fight, I'm going to say um, Art Spiegelman. Um, he's the the cartoonist for the the holocaust mm. graphic novels mouse mm. yes um, m-a-u-s oh my gosh i met him when i was in new hampshire and that's it was, right
0: like, i remember such that.
1: a good day i if anybody hasn't read them i know like saying oh go and read a graphic novel which is like aka a comic they're book, big at my- our house oh my gosh I'm Mouse! Is, it changed my world it's brilliant and smart and scary and sad and
0: I'm Everybody. so glad you got to meet him in person.
1: Oh he's he's a fantastic character. That man, it, like superhero, yeah. he's mm. he's amazing. And then like I know I, I, consistently as a human being and as an artist and with a story is definitely Luisa Condon. Yep. like and I mean, I know like everybody's like, you know, loves her art and things like that, and I do too, obviously. But like I just dig her as a human. She's yep. just like this quiet but like consistent voice. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just, I just, I just like her story. I like her as a human and all of those things.
0: I feel like she's um, another one when they crack open the history books, that's going to oh, be, her voice is going to make a difference in so her. many ways. It already honestly,
1: does. She's, she's a rock star. Um, and then let's see. One other, I would say right now, Shepard Um, He's kind of like an activist. He does like Obey Giant, um, really loud, bold, graphic things. I, I think anybody who who's seen like that, like he, his stuff is worldwide. He's just, he's a designer, but also, I don't know if he, I don't know if he'd call himself an illustrator. Maybe we say artist, but oh my gosh, so powerful. Like I love, love, love his stuff. Stuff that I would never be able to do, but it's, I mean, that's, probably not
0: the point <laughs> I love that you know you're a good thinker too <laughs> oh
1: thanks
0: <laughs> you are I just think you know I know I'm I'm on the line of introvert and extrovert myself but mm-hmm. I I I think sometimes I come across as an extrovert some people expect that but you do whoop, I, think I need that's the funny. other uh-huh. yeah. but I think I feel like you're such a force you know creatively yes but I don't know. I, I don't feel like you come up with a logo like you did without having a real heart and soul of of thought behind behind that. So I just I just appreciate how you show up. Thanks. And I, I appreciate um, that
1: compliment. I think the, I don't know, I think when people say things out loud it it pushes other people forward, if that makes sense. Like yeah. you are saying that, like yeah.
0: I mean I think why not, right? Let's push I, each other forward, I shall think we?
1: Why not too? I love that. <laughs> I love why not.
0: why not i i i I mean i'm a why not person i'm sure it drives i know it drives my mother crazy (laughs) just because over the years she's like oh my gosh what's she doing now but why not i was lucky to have parents that said you know you can be anything and i think again though it's our it's our makeup that we can either be why not people or we have to be like lay it all out for me people
1: no i totally agree and then those lay it out people are totally okay too
0: yeah, we need them. Yeah, we need them. I know I do. We, I so. do. <laughs> yes,
1: you do. <laughs> so do I. <laughs>
0: but thanks for being you, and thanks so much oh, for spending too. time here today oh, with me. Oh,
1: and anytime. I I Yeah, you're amazing, Margo. Thank
0: you. Oh gosh. oh, gosh. Right back at you. <laughs> thanks, Libby. <lady. laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to sign off. But first, would you tell us where we can find you on the
1: interwebs? Let's see. So smallmadegoods.com. That would be my personal Um, One and then Spumoni Studio um, is is my new work work stuff. That is fantastic. Yeah. And we'll
0: just keep watching those spaces to see what comes of personal projects, the work projects, the graphic novel all the things. Hey, thanks so much for being here with me today. I just love these conversations. They mean the world to me. I love being able to share with you these wonderful people that I have met along the way. They mean so much. So if you want to check out the show notes or my favorites or anything like that, head on over to tantostudio.com. And I'll have everything there, all the details that we talked about today. So again, thanks so much for being here. And feel free to head over to wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple or Spotify, and leave a review for Windowsill Chats and subscribe. I will see you next week. I so appreciate you lovelies. Thanks for being here.